Carrie, tell me, this, this is fascinating to me because it's the sport that many of us didn't know was a sport, but should have known it was a sport. Tell me about competitive cheerleading. Competitive cheerleading is a combination of several sports, including gymnastics, sideline cheer, dance. Um, well, no, I mean, that's, those are the, the elements of it, right? Yes, those are the fundamentals. Uh, we combine it all together for two and a half minute long routines that we perform at competitions around the province or even around the country. And we get marked on for difficulty, technique. Right. How long, uh, for me, um, I've only become kind of aware of uh, competitive cheerleading here in Calgary over the last couple of years. But it's been around for a long time, hasn't it? It has. Um, I think in Alberta alone, it's probably been here for about 40 years now. That's a long time. It is a long time. <laughs> yeah. So it's got a good history, right? It does. Where do, you, where do the athletes come from? Where do you recruit from? Who, who's participating? Um, you know what? Anyone can join cheerleading. We get athletes who have never tried cheer before, who've never done gymnastics before. It's a great transition sport for gymnasts who want to make their way out of gymnastics and try something different and keep active. It's great for people who just haven't found their sport yet. Right. Uh, maybe if they want to be a part of a team, because it's such a key team sport. Like You can't do the skills or perform without every member there. Right. So, right. Yeah, we can take anyone and any skill level and make you an all-star cheerleader. I have been around sports all my life, and I'm not sure I ever heard the term so accurately used as transition sport. Tell me a little bit about that. Do you get a lot of, you know, former competitive gymnastics or gymnasts or, or dancers? Is it, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, no, we do get some gymnasts um, who've just, you know, they've maybe run their course in gymnastics. It's not fulfilling them the way they need it to anymore. So they come into all-star cheerleading to try it out. So they still get to keep their gymnastics elements, but they mm-hmm. get to add in uh, stunting, which is a big one. It's a, a big hit with gymnasts. And Tell me about the team aspect to it, because, uh, you know, we associate team to teams, you know, to, to football or hockey or whatever, but the importance of team in, in what you do. Uh, your teammates are everything. You can't perform your skills or your team without everyone being there. Um, typically, you're working within a stunt group for the skills where you're lifting each other. Okay. So if one of those people isn't there, you can't perform the trick. Right. So. Stunt group. Yes. Okay. So that. So walk me through what a what a team might look like then, because I I've never heard that term before. Uh, so the stunt group is typically four athletes. You have two bases. Okay. One flyer and one back spot. Okay. Your bases are doing the primary lifting. Your flyer is the athlete that's in the air pulling body positions or doing other tricks. And then your back spot is also helping lift, but they're watching your flyer for safety reasons and making sure that if the stunt is going funny or if it's coming down, that they're catching the flyer and bringing them down safely. So how many of those groups would make up a team? Is it just one that would be a team or could there be five on a team? How, how, how do you work There that? can be five. It just depends on the size of the team you have. Um, okay. You can have a one stunt group and they would compete as a quad. Okay. Um, but for a full team, you want at least two. If you can have up to like seven for a large team, that's great. Okay, I'll come back to the team in a second. I'm more worried. I'm more curious about the organization. Is who are the governing bodies? Who runs what? Where? Um, for Alberta, we have the Alberta Cheerleading Association. Okay. Uh, so they run a lot of the school competitions here. We also have the USASF which is an all-star governing body. And then we also have the ICU, which is the International Cheerleading Union, okay. uh, which we use in Canada. We okay. use them mostly, I believe, as our governing body. We also have a Team Canada. 
Oh, there is a Team Canada? Yes. Okay. And, and who comprises that? Is that, a, is that one club? Is that members of clubs? How does that come about? Uh, there's a board of directors from several clubs across the country okay. um, that meet up, I believe, annually at least. And yeah. And put it together? Yes. Um, North American sport or is it international? International. It is, eh? Yes. So where are the strengths? Where, who are the countries? That are, who are the world powers in cheerleading? Um, definitely USA and Canada are top-notch okay um but we see teams from europe uh team england is amazing really yes okay and is there canadian cheerleading versus british cheerleading versus american is there differences is there cultural subtle differences in the in the styles um not that i've noticed um i think your best bet would be watching like the world cheerleading championships that happens every april yeah um so all of the teams travel into orlando florida to compete yeah i don't think you'd see significant differences in the style okay um tell me a little bit about your journey uh how uh, how long have you been involved how how's it impacted you i started cheerleading when i was in junior high school um i did it for grade seven eight nine and ten uh definitely started because you know i thought this was a great way to become a cool kid (laughs) (laughs) was it um you know what it what it did was it actually introduced me to a lot of girls that I wouldn't have met normally. Yeah. Um, who I'm still friends with to this day. Like, I'm talking 15 years later sure. to date myself. Sure. The positive sports, right? Yeah. Um, like I said, I did it for four years there. I took a little break. Um, I got back with Di- uh, involved with Dynasty two years ago now in 2016. Okay. And, and do you enjoy the coach? I'm assuming you're coaching, right? I am coaching, okay. yes. Okay. Um, I'm also going to compete this year with our open team. Oh, but okay. Yeah, no, I love coaching. Um, it's really fun to see athletes, especially like new athletes who are just getting skills for the first time, watching them progress. And yeah. you know, athletes, they go as far as they want to go, as hard as they want to work. Right. And what, what about the break and then coming back and competing? Was that difficult for you? It was tough. Yeah? It's always tough when you're you know out of shape and then having to come back into it and giving it your best and wondering if this is even still for me but dynasty has been amazing yeah um they've definitely made me feel like my skills are enough right and yeah i love it so walk me through if we start with an athlete from scratch what what are the skills what are the things that we do to get them to the place that they need to go in cheerleading we start with the basics um you know we start with handstands front rolls back rolls we work into bridges so they can start getting their tumbling those are the basics that they need to right. move forward and learn right. back walkovers back hands rings tucks um we do a lot of conditioning and strength training yeah just if you're lifting another person who at my age could be over 100 pounds right you need to be able to have my the age too strength. by the way but yeah that's neither here nor there um yeah that's the one i think thing that you can't would be easy to misunderstand is the importance of core strength and and the ability to to actually physically move somebody it it takes a lot right it is it's a lot of work absolutely you're doing uh flexibility and mobility training strength training cardio because you for a performance you're giving it your all for two and a half minutes right right um how much what's a commitment then what would be the time commitment for somebody involved Cheerleading is a, it is a long season. We start in August. Um, we actually just finished spring training. Or we're just finishing spring training, sorry, this right. week, um, which we've been doing for about two months now. Okay. Uh, so we're going to have a break over summer, come back in August, and then we go from August till January. Um, January is when we really ramp up for competition season and we're competing, you know, maybe every two weekends. Um, but you're practicing about two times a week for two hours every practice. Okay. 
Are you are, are you seeing? Do you have uh, you know athletes that are two sports, or is, is it a is it a complementary sport to something else? Do you, is the ability to kind of you know be a basketball player and a cheerleader? Does it work that way? Yeah, absolutely. One of the girls on Open did basketball last year okay. while we were competing, and she didn't find any issues with the with the balance. Yeah, it just seems to me that if you're working on strength and core and the movement and things like that, it would benefit so many other sports, right? Absolutely. There's skills that you can apply to yeah. every other sport. Yeah. Um, so the other part of this is the kind of the, the teamwork. I mentioned teamwork before, but this is a you know very stressful, emotional thing, I would imagine, when you're competing, right? It can be because you're going out on the floor. You're doing your best. Sometimes things don't go the way that you want them to, and you come yeah. off that floor, and you can be disappointed with yourself, but... You know, you have to know that you've gone out, you've done your best. Your teammates aren't disappointed in you. Right. Just be happy with what you've done and give it your all next time. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Dynasty. What, what, what do we need to know? What do you guys, how, do, uh, what, how does it work? So Dynasty Tour All-Stars was established in 2016 by Michael Marquardt and Shauna Beta. Okay. They established the club to further develop the sport of cheerleading. Their goal is to establish a positive environment where athletes can grow physically and mentally, not just as athletes, but as teammates. Right, right. How, how big is cheerleading in Alberta? Bigger than most people expect. Is it? It is. You know what? That's one of the biggest things when I run into people or I tell them that I'm involved in the sport. They're like, I didn't even know that was a thing here. But we've got several really great clubs in the city. Um, these clubs, you know, have hundreds of athletes involved. Mm-hmm. Is there a recreational cheerleading? There are rec teams. Are there? Yes. Okay. So if you want to give it a try, I think they usually maybe run half a season, so maybe six months long. Yeah. You can get some basics, see if you really like it, and get a good feel for the sport. And, and how far, I mean, you know, we're always talking about sport for life. I mean, how far can one pursue cheerleading? How long can they be active in cheerleading? As long as you want, as long as you're, you know making yourself physically able to do it. I've seen 40-year-olds athletes. I think the oldest athlete in our gym is 30. Okay. So there's lots of space. I mean, it's, it's, it's not something that... See, and I think it's, it's about misconception for me. It's about, well, it's, it's high school and college, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. No. As long as you want to do it and you're you know, putting in that conditioning and just taking care of yourself, you can yeah. keep doing it. It's great. How competitive is, I mean, sorry, in Calgary, <laughs> how much competition is available? Is, it, is there a lot of competitions? Is there one or two over the course of a year? How competitive is it here? Um, Calgary, there are two competitions that I'm aware of in the city. Um, there are several around Alberta. So we usually travel. We always do the Calgary competitions, but right. we travel around Alberta as well. Uh, this coming season, we're going to actually travel to Vancouver, too. Okay, okay. Um, I, the routine component is always intriguing to me. How much of that as a coach, go, how much goes into that? When do you start? You know, well, we talk about the athlete always, right, and mm-hmm. what they work. But my guess is you can't just show up in a gymnasium one day and go, well, this is what we're going to do. How much work goes into preparing for these things from a coaching standpoint? Hours. Yeah? Yeah. We haven't started to choreograph routines yet, but, you know, we're looking for new material. We're getting ideas. We're writing them down and we're trying them out of practice to see if these skills are attainable for our athletes. And if they are, we're keeping that in the arsenal to use for choreo later on. Is there much innovation? Do things change from year to year? Absolutely. Rules are always changing. Um, So you're trying to find a a way to push the limits of the rules for oh. whichever division you're competing in. Okay. How do you, can you explain that to me? You mean, what, how do you mean the rules are always changing? How does that, what, how does that work? Um, for like safety reasons, uh, they may decide that doing a double down skill is not appropriate for 
a certain level. Okay. So they'll make that level uh, an illegal skill for that level. Really? Yes. How often does that happen? How often are you consulting the rule book, Carrie, to find find out what's legal this year and what isn't? Every year, every few months, you're always reviewing, just making sure that you're within the parameters. Wow. Where's it going? Where do you see the growth in the sport? Uh, The growth is endless. Is it? Absolutely. We've got so many athletes, and like I said, it's just such a great, inclusive sport. Like, it's for athletes of any athletic level mm-hmm. there's always a team for you really yes yeah it, 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 i'm you know the art the art component of it is 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 intriguing to me because you know you look at a lot of sports which are just skill based yours is skills yours is presentation and so many things it's it's a multidiscipline sport yes hey it is you're always just trying to be creative with the elements that you're putting in trying to think of something different um so it's always it's always a struggle yeah but it's something we love to do so happy to do it carrie tell me about give me a call to action here somebody listens to this today and wants to know more about dynasty wants to get involved in cheerleading how can they get a hold of you how can they get involved um so we're just starting season three but it's not too late to be a part of the dynasty you can find us on facebook at dynasty cheer all-stars instagram at dynasty cheer all-stars Twitter at DCA Cheerleading. No, go ahead. no, that's okay. I love. By the way, I love the. I love that tagline. It's still part of. He's still able to be part of a dynasty. I love yes. that. That's fantastic. <laughs> by the way, thank you. Um, and if you want more info, you can email dynastycheerinfo at gmail This is fantastic, Carrie. Uh, congratulations on this. What's What's the ultimate for you? What do you want to? When you're all said and done, what do you want to have achieved in in cheerleading? Um, I think my goal is just to make sure athletes love the sport and enjoy their season as much as I did. Um, They're the best years that I've had. I love Dynasty. I love staying with the program. So I just want to pass that on to new and future athletes.